Welcome back to the Total Focus Podcast. I'm your host, Paul. Our sponsor of the week is Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you need photos or videos, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions is the team to get the job done. If you need a photo for a pageant, or if you need a special event, or you have a special someone, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions is the team to get the photos done. If you need a wedding videography, a commercial, or some edits for a video, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions is the team to get the videos done. So no matter if you're talking about photos or videos, consider Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions for your next photo or video project. Our special guest this week is Christine Brody. She is the newly crowned Miss Washington USA 2021. And I'm so excited for you guys to hear her story. She is a well-spoken, competitive public speaker, theater performer, as well as a former teen contestant. Christina is a phenomenal interviewer, and I'm excited for you guys to listen to our episode, so please stay tuned. And welcome to the show. Hello. Well, it, it's always great to have Mrs. Washington here. So it's, uh, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. Yeah. So I, as I always ask uh, my lovely guest, um, how did this whole journey start? So um, were you in high school? Were you, you know, were you playing an instrument? Were you dancing? Were you in sports? Um, what really helped you to excel in pageantry or in your life currently? I think that's a great question. You know, it's so funny. I, I was not even thinking about pageantry growing up. Um, I didn't have any experience in like the beauty modeling space pageantry. I was in um, theater and I did a lot of speech and debate growing up. Um, in high school, I was captain of the debate team. So I really thought like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I love to act. I love like the communication and the speaking skills. It didn't occur to me that those skills were transferable into other hobbies and other interests like pageantry. Um, but yeah, I, I grew up in theater. I loved it. I didn't really sing or dance, but I really loved acting and just the character development and, and getting to be something that was outside of myself. And then um, a, a debate coach had seen one of the plays that I was in. I was like, hey, I think you would really be interested in debate and just further developing your communication skills. So it, it went well. And I went to nationals. I qualified in high school um, at the national level twice. So I did that. And so I, I really was preparing for either a career in um, like broadcast journalism or in law. And I was actually... Uh, recruited at the age of 17 by a wonderful lady named Kimberly Barron. She, uh, I believe, has retired from the pageant space. But I bumped into her in the mall, and she was just like, I think that you know, we kind of got to talking a little bit. And she was like, I think you have some really great skills. You should consider doing this. She, and so she gave me her card, and I was very resistant towards it. I, I didn't really think – I didn't think it was real, and I, I didn't know a lot of people in the pageant industry. So it was a whole subculture that I knew nothing about. And so I did some research. It looked really interesting. I competed in my first pageant at 17. It was for Miss Washington Teen USA. And this was um, in 2013. And I was first runner up uh, to Starla Sampaco, who was an amazing uh, Miss Washington for that year. And it got me thinking like, okay, maybe I could really do this. Maybe there's something to this. And I enjoyed um, I enjoyed the photography aspect, the dressing up, the choreography. It, it felt to me like stage except for, and theater, except for I was being myself. I wasn't being someone else. So that was very unusual to me, um, but, but exciting at the same time. And so I competed. It went pretty well. I did better than I thought I would do. But then I went off to college. Uh, I went to Washington State University and it kind of went on the back burner because I was so focused on doing well in school. I was in a sorority. I was in, you know, different student organizations. And I just really wanted to find a career that was meaningful to me because I had loved doing theater and I had loved doing debate and drama so much. I didn't know how that was going to translate into my 
job. And so I put pageant on the back burner for a good eight years. And then in COVID, in 2020, I really had a lot of downtime just to think about what I was doing with my life. And I work in technology. I work for one of the big four um, tech companies. And I, I work in uh, executive recruiting. So I, I get to work with candidates and really align them to the things that they love and that they're passionate about and find where in you know a company they can add value. And I realized, I just had this epiphany that I wasn't doing that for myself. I was recruiting and, um, you know, and, and working through other people's career aspirations, but I was never looking internally because I, I just really didn't think I knew all the way what that looked like for me. And so I felt like with Miss Washington USA, I felt like there was a lot of unfinished business there because I had come so far with one pageant and it, I was so close to winning. And then I felt like, okay, if I don't do that again, or if I don't do as well or better, I'm going to feel like a failure. And so I just really started to put in personal development and the work. Um, and then it just really dawned on me in 2020 and early 2021 that, you know, I'm running out of time and I've been, I've been sitting on this for so long. And so I reached back out to, to my director, Maureen Francisco, who's phenomenal of pageants Northwest. And I asked her, I was like, you know, is, is this still happening in COVID? And she had said, yes, in eight weeks, actually, we have Miss Washington uh, competition. Uh, so in April of this year. And so she was just like, you should really consider doing it and think about, you know, if, if, if it doesn't go well, it'll be your first time back and you can get the practice. But she was like, but maybe this is really your time. And so I listened to her and I competed and here we are. <laughs> well, you kind of, but I want to like break that way down. So, cause I was like, okay, okay. <laughs> that's awesome. Like, but let's, let's break that down a little bit. So let's go the whole okay. way back to, so the, the core aspect that I heard you talk about was that you were really focusing on being a lawyer and that you were doing mm -hmm. debate class. I was, so how, yeah. how does that play a role in it? Do you feel that being a really good debater has allowed you to be a, a really great uh, speaker on stage? And do you think that's one of the core aspects that you've drawn on that has allowed you to be Miss um, Washington? And do you think that's one of the factors? Absolutely. I mean, I think that I, from my understanding of what we are scored on as contestants, interview is critical. And your ability to answer those questions about current events and about policies and about things in society that you want to see changed uh, and that you'd be willing to impact if you were the title holder, that's so crucial. And I think if I wasn't able to articulate myself well and talk about the things that are important to me um, on stage without being nervous and having that debate practice, I think that that truly helped me. And so I would encourage women, anybody who is interested in being somewhat in the public eye or somewhat um, having that communication with a larger audience to, to do, to do those activities that help you cultivate those communication skills. So it was, it was essential for me. And I, I don't think I would be here without having participated in um, debate organizations. So so debate is really important, and it sounds like it's one of the really key aspects that really allowed you to do well this year. Um, how do you think uh, being an actress and being um, in plays and doing that really excelled? Do you think that played any role? Do you think it helped build your uh, confidence on stage with bright lights and having an audience in front of you? Absolutely. I think it gave me the first taste of what it would be like to be on stage, to be performing, learning how to um, just have general stage presence because you don't think about how big your movements need to be, how expressive you need to be so that people in the audience can really see what you're thinking and feeling. And it gave me a good understanding of choreography and timing because when you have in, in pageantry, you know, when you have 50 girls that need to come out and say it, say something and get off stage in an orderly fashion and not make it look like people are just running through a grocery aisle. I think that working with other actors and working with set and working with costume, it was very, those skills and that understanding was very transferable for when I went into pageantry, working with the other contestants, makeup artists, um, people helping you in and out of gowns and swimwear. So I think the process is very much the same. And I think it gave me a good understanding of what that would look like um, without having directly been 
in pageantry from a young age. Now, did I mishear you or did you say that it was a challenge for you to not have to play a role and it was, or, or did I, or did I mishear you? Did you mean to say that not having to play a role was much easier or, or did you mean it the other way? I, it was definitely a transition. And, and so I think that having to be who you are and talk about yourself and be vulnerable, uh, it's a little harder to do that initially than when you have a script and you have character development. I mean, character development is difficult if you're an actor and, and whatever method you use to understand um, that specific character. But for me personally, it made me look internally. And I think, prob- you know, that's probably the point of of pageantry and these competitions in general is is developing that sense of self. But yes, I did initially have a hard time learning, okay, who, who is authentic Christine Brody on stage versus having been in a number of different plays and feeling comfortable kind of hiding behind those characters. It felt very safe. So yes, it did take some, it did take some time for me to feel like I could fully express who I was on stage. And I think, um, but theater did help with that because it's a, it's that stepping, it's, it's an initial stepping stone in that direction. Christine, how does a 13-year-old, I guess, or a middle school child really, like, pick up that that they want to go into debate? Is that something that should they go towards Toastmasters, which is a private organization? Or do, is there organizations in, in schools in Washington State where they can do that in school? Because each state's kind of different, so. Yeah, that's a great question. I, I- I have heard of Toastmasters. I, I don't know um, exactly how their program works, but I know that they're very successful. I personally did it through school. My school, it was called Forensics at the time, and it sounds like um, CSI or like criminal, some type of investigation. It's not. It was about forensic speaking. And so for me at the time, I don't know if the, if the debate organization has changed, but I did it through school, but it is a national organization. And I was, um, I was recruited by a coach who worked at my school and was teaching um, speech and debate. And so that's how I did it. But I know that there are a lot of other organizations that are extracurricular that are very successful as well. And um, I would definitely encourage students to kind of check out which, maybe which organization is is best for them. Because for me, I, I did it through school. And so it worked with my school hours. So it never really conflicted because it was on weekends or we would have debate practice after school. It was already on campus. So it was easier for me to be doing something that was already kind of um, worked into the school that I went to. I did go to a private religious school uh, as well. So I think it, it might be different. And uh, for public schools, um, I would definitely encourage students to, to look into that. So it wasn't an elective. It was an a- extra curricular, like a sport. Or, Correct. Or, yeah. Okay. Um, yes. So, did you get credit for that course then, or was it or was it a nine nine credited extra curriculum? Yeah, I did not get any credit. It was sheerly the enjoyment of, um, of being in that space and competing. But no, it was it was totally like a sport. <laughs> it felt like it because no. we had practice and yeah, competitions. Well, especially if you're winning, especially if you're competing, someone you're winning a trophy or winning, um, were, was there any, um, scholarship money on the line for the, for those type of competitions or was it just for fun? So the, at the, on, like in the, in the more local competitions that I was doing, it was just for like the trophies and the ranking. And, and it was awesome. I mean, you would get like accolades at school for it and, and you'd be noticed for it, but, um, it definitely helped build, my resume as a student when I was applying for colleges, um, just having that extracurricular success. But I believe, so I competed at nationals twice. It was my sophomore year. And then I believe it was my, it was right after my senior year, we had our final national competition. I believe at that level, like the highest level, if you win at the national level, I believe that there is um, scholarship, but for people who maybe like won Washington state or, you know, something in their district, it was more about just the participation and just like the ranking. But I believe that there were scholarships at the highest levels. I mean, that's really awesome to already have some kind of national competition experience, because sometimes people don't never get that competition until they have this one opportunity. So do you feel fortunate that 
you already have gone to a national platform and competed? Do you feel like you understand the pressure that goes in it or were you just so young? It wasn't, it was like over your head. No, I think it was, it was very tangible to me how high level the, the competition was because I would go to these national contests, right. And you have people that are scouts, people that are there that are looking for, um, people to help them run their business or to recruit them to come work for their companies. And so I, I knew that it was serious. It felt serious. You know, like I would dress up in my suit and fly to Dallas or Alabama or wherever it was and, you know, leave my state and go alone or with a chaperone. And so it felt like I was, you know, interviewing for a big job and I was so young. And so I do think that, um, it definitely helped me to understand what it feels like to be a competitor, but, but I was nervous. And I, and I think there was a lot of development that, um, came from me doing the more local and like district, uh, competitions. And then just the, the massive difference in competing at the national level and just realizing, okay, maybe you're good at, in, in your state, but when you go and everybody's good from every state and they're all at this really high level, I think it's great pre preparation for anything. Um, not even just, not even just pageantry or debate itself, but I think it just teaches you um, understanding being a candidate, being a contestant and, and competing against a pool of people that are very intellectual at their age and can speak to current events. Um, I think it's, it was very exciting. I would definitely say it was exciting. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I was trying to draw out of you and you, you nailed it. Cause I, so you agree with me, no, no matter if you're 12 or you're 21, being at that national, that national level is, is a major milestone as well as it's, it's like very intense and, and hard, you know, and you express that. So, I, um, yes. do you, do you feel that because you have already had that stress, you do you think you're going to be more calm going into USA or do you think that it's USA? So you're going to still have nerves either way. I think it's so different. And, and yes, I do agree with you. Number one, I think I, I can only, I can only speak to my experience. So I think for me personally, I could definitely feel that the stakes were high, even when I was in high school. And I think now it's no different. I think, um, number one, the difference maybe is that when I was competing for nationals, you would compete for nationals and then you would go like maybe a month or two later. For me, I'm having, you know, I have about six, you know, five, six months to prepare so that it gives you a sense of, okay, great. I can really hone in on, hone in on my skills, work on what I need to perfect, but it also gives you more anticipation. Um, that's, it's more, it's, uh, it's a longer sustained feeling of anticipation. So it, I am more nervous now because it's televised, you know, or it's, it's streamed and because it is so, um, no, it was televised. Don't, yeah. it's still on FI. Uh, <laughs> no, need, I, don't, we, I don't know exactly how it's going to be, but. Um, we got to get you guys back on national television. We got to get you back. Um, that's my, one yes. of my biggest gripes. <laughs> we got to get you guys back on, on one of the four big, big networks. It's a, it's a pet I peeve. So. so. I hope so. Yes. But yes, it, the stakes are high. I, I feel a lot of excitement, but it does feel the same for me. And I think any competitor and everyone's different, but any competitor will tell you that, you know, even if you've done it a hundred times or for the first time, it's, it's, it's nerve wracking and it's exciting. And so I do think it's just another level of competition, but I think I, I think I'm just as nervous as I was before because it was so new to me then. And it's been so long since I've competed. So now the nerves are back, <laughs> but, it, but at least I have an understanding of, you know, how to regulate that once I arrive at the competition. So Am I, am I, is it okay with me saying that the core base of who you are is theater background along with public speaking? And without that core um, structure, you're not where you are? Or do you feel that you've grown past that? Yeah, I think that that's really fair. I think that I have, throughout my short career, have continued to choose roles that stem from the basis that I established in theater and in speech and debate. And so whether that's technical recruiting, now pageantry and so forth, I think that that, ha I think everything does stem from there. And so for me personally, I would hope that I can still continue to develop on that as I 
progress, but I do believe that that is my foundation for me personally. Now, you also had mentioned that you picked out your career. Are you still pursuing being a lawyer? Are you, is that the goal or that was the goal at the time while you were going through school? It was my goal at the time. I, I was very interested in either broadcast journalism or being a lawyer because I wanted to help people and I wanted to shed light on things that were important to me. And as of now, because of the role that I have in corporate technology, I feel like I'm able to accomplish those goals being in this role. And I actually feel like it will be more uh, effective for me long term because you do have the legal aspect of HR and you do have that interpersonal connectivity as a recruiter. And so I think that I have found a role that allows me to accomplish what I had thought I wanted to do being a lawyer. And, And I think... I began to understand how different that was um, than what I had actually known about it when I got into college and I started taking pre-law and I took political science and philosophy. And it made me realize that there are a number of, you know, different occupations that you can have in life and that being a lawyer isn't the only way to help people. And it isn't the only way to feel that sense of strong communication and really fighting your case. I think that you can be an advocate in other ways. And so now I'm no longer pursuing that path. If it ever, you know, I would never close a door completely, but I'm not going to law school right now. Um, but I feel that I'm still able to do what I wanted to do and the hope that I had then. Now, do you think that the classes that are pre-law classes, do you think those are beneficial for someone to take if they're going to pursue pageantry, like psychology um, or empathy, are all these... Uh, Or are these are just things that really impacted you directly? They impacted me directly. I mean, I do think that it's if if you want to be in pageantry, if you want to be a state title holder, you're going to need to have an awareness and natural curiosity towards current events. You know, what are some what are social justice issues that are happening in your state or your country? You know, what's going on and what what kind of impact do you want to make? So I don't know if they're necessary to be in pageantry, but I will say that a big part of pageantry is advocacy and being aware of the the different issues in society that you think you can help impact. And I think studying political science or international business or anything where you have a broader scope of what's going on in the world, that equips you to better understand, okay, how can I now bring solutions to these types of issues? So I think for me, it was important. Um, but other people are just, they're aware, they have their platform, they have the direction that they're going in. And, and I'm sure that that works for them as well. If it wasn't for this one young person reaching out to you about pageantry, would you ever pursued pageantry or, or would you have been on another path? I don't know. I, I, I'd like to think that it would have, I would have found it in some other capacity or that I would have, because I've, I've known women that have gone through it and I, and I, and they're visible in the community. So I hope that I would have expressed interest, but I do what I appreciate about Kim, uh, when she reached out and connected with me was that she, I respected her because, you know, she was older than me. She was clearly successful. And I think sometimes when you're young or at any point in life, it does take somebody telling you, whether it's another woman, if you're a woman, it's, it's another person that you look up to and respect when they see something inside of you and they can identify that potential, sometimes that's what you need to be able to identify it in yourself. And other people are great about knowing, Hey, I love this. I'm passionate about it. Whether or not I'm good at it, I'm going to go for it. And for me, I, I think I, I had felt like, okay, I've already established my, my wheelhouse, what I'm good at and it's debate and it's theater. So I didn't really understand that maybe there was there was more to it than that and that there could be other things that I could join with those skills. So I would hope that in the universe <laughs> somewhere I would have, uh, you know, it would have come to me or I would have discovered it. But I, I do, I have so much, I have tremendous respect for Kim and I'm thankful that somebody saw something inside of me just from a conversation and felt that I had a lot of potential in that respect. Well, clearly Kim did. Uh, she did. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, She's great. So I guess, I mean, the simple, the, just to simplify it, finding that mentor is really crucial. Um, do you think mentorships, like you said, you just happened to run into her in a, a random spot, right? You weren't, you guys just ran, 
or she came to your event. Yes. Did I mishear that? So we were, I was literally in a shopping mall and I bumped into her and, you know, outside of a store, we started, you know, we got to just chatting. It was very organic. And she, so basically, it was very random. I'm so sorry. (laughs) I just want to, I don't want to, I just, I don't know if you're a faithful person, but like, can, would you at least go with this, the flow, with the, that, that, that person was there at the right spot at the right time, no yes. matter if you want to call, call it, it fate, fate yep. or, or God put that person. I mean, is that I would too say much? It's divine. No, not at all. I, I definitely, personally, I believe in divine timing. I think that everything is about, you must put effort into your life. Like there's no one who's going to write your story for you, but there are moments. And I think this is one of those moments where if I hadn't been, at the mall that day, walking outside of, you know, a women's clothing store and bumped into this nice lady who then I had end up, ended up having a conversation with, I wouldn't have, and whatever she was able to instill in me, the trust that I felt for her in those moments, I don't know if I would be Miss Washington today. And so I think a lot of it, yes, of course, it's, it's your own tenacity and it's your own, the, the work that you're willing to put into it. But I do believe in divine timing and I do believe that God wanted me to be in this position, even though maybe it took a long time. Um, but that's saying I, I a lot. That is very real for me. Yeah. But that's saying a, a tremendous about that. One, she saw so much potential in you Two, you looking back at, you can look at it analytically and say, wow, like, like maybe that's the start. Like I had the mm-hmm. pieces, but I needed that. I needed that role model to give me the push too. 100%. I would agree with that. um, So just as a a thought, did none of your family members, you know, you guys didn't watch Miss USA or Miss America or never attended a pageant. Like there's that's not anything that you would do as a family or have anything in the background at all. We would watch Miss USA uh, from okay. time to time. And I, I mean, I, I thought that these those women were so glamorous and I, I loved watching it. I just didn't think it was for me. I thought it was for models, girls that were tall, girls that were, you know, just different from me. And so I never identified as that. And I but I but I did have, you know, I thought it was it was just very celebrity and very interesting to me watching as a young girl. It wasn't something I watched religiously or that I Uh, ever, I never had attended a pageant before. The first pageant that I attended was the one that I competed in when I was 17. So, um, yes, it was very, I was very removed from pageant world, so to speak. That's such a shame because, you know, the male counterpart, we go to baseball games. Athletes. Yeah. Yeah. Athletes. But Mm -hmm. women's competitions, pageants, um, ballets, um, um, skating, you know, we don't, as a society, give that as much, like, emphasis or credit. And it would, it probably would have really influenced you earlier if, if that was a different society. So it just shows how interesting how that is. And I, I'm just so proud of that you realized that, you know, those people weren't better than you. You're equal or, you know, you're equal to those people and you can compete in their, their arena. They're, 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 they they put on their shoes just like you. So, right. uh, you know, I thank you. You know, I sometimes just because person's on television doesn't mean that uh, they're they just happen to have the opportunity before you do. So it doesn't make them right. Better, right. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I think that's fair to say. I just wanted to take one second from this great interview and talk about our sponsor of the week. Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Productions. No matter if you're planning a wedding, a special event, or you just need an amazing headshot, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go just go right to their website at mavpp.com. Now let's get right back to the show and listen to this great interview. What, how old are you at this point when you meet Kim at the mall or at the shop? Yeah, I'm 17 at the time, 17 so, years old. And she gets you fired up and you decide to do the first teen 
uh, Miss Washington, right? So yes. So at at seventeen, you're only eligible for two years or one year at that point. I believe keep you can on do it. Until, yeah, I think you can do it until you're nineteen as a teen. And it was weird though because I was graduating high school and I started college at 17. I was very young when, when I went into school. So I was experiencing this shift of feeling like, okay, I'm a teen, but technically I'm going to college. So I'm, but I'm competing at the teen level. So it was kind of an unusual space for me, but I believe it's 19 is now the cutoff. I don't remember what it was then. Yeah. They keep on changing the date. So that's why I never like, um, I always just assume 17 is like a good number to say, um, because I think in certain states they allow you to compete in both, right? Depending on, or maybe I'm wrong about that. Because I think 18, you might be able to. I'm not sure. I just know for Washington, I believe you have to be like it's like 17, 18, and 19 is still considered teen, and then you go to Miss. Now, but I, ex- I would have to check. No, no, no. <laughs> don't quote me on that. No, no, no. <laughs> this is about you. It's not. It's not about the rules. It's, it. If anyone's listening to this and they're inspired by this, go to go to um, uh, misswashingtonusa.com. Um, and I'm sure it's not that because it's part of the directory. So what's their what's the directory? What's their um, their company called? Because you mentioned it earlier. It's, yeah, it's Pageants Northwest. So go and to pa- it, that is actually their Instagram handle too. So lots of information there. Yeah, just so Pageants just, Northwest. Yeah. Yeah. So just go to Pageants Northwest and you'll get all. And the it's an NW. It's like Pageants and then end at like the abbreviation oh. of Northwest. Yeah. Cool. So it's even even more simple. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, um, now, did I admit, did I hear right? So you only competed once as a teen or twice. I competed once as a teen. So what was that experience competing as a teen? Like, um, you said you admitted that you you hadn't been to a lot, but you have watched on television. Did the Mm -hmm. teen experience live up to the experience or was it a letdown or was it everything you expected? It was amazing. And I, I felt too, that even though, yes, we were teens, there were a lot of competitors. There were a lot of events that we were doing in different workshops. And it was so new to me that it was it just was very glamorous and exciting and and very community based and so i had an amazing experience as a teen and i probably wouldn't have come back to do the miss division if i didn't have a phenomenal experience but they really made it so unique and so about my personal development and it was still very glam i didn't really feel like it was that different than the miss competitors well that's really important i think that's more of falls on the line of the director right so it sounds like yes. your director is phenomenal because she runs four states right because i've yes. had the opportunity to interview a couple of your sister colleagues and um awesome and it sounds like overall it sounds like your director is really on the ball and really um making it a great environment so um i guess from your experience there was the only difference was that your title said teen is that how you is that how you feel that the competition went? Overall? Yes, and then yeah, I, I think that I just knew like there were, we knew we were younger. I think now too like there's no um, there's no bathing suits for the teens. There's fitness wear, which I think is more appropriate also. Absolutely. So there there was that difference. We were in swimsuits at the time, but they were still like you know Maureen would check them to make sure everything was appropriate. Nobody had to wear a certain type of bathing suit. It's about you what you were comfortable in, and it's all about showing like that you're a strong individual and confident but um now the difference is just obviously that the miss teen in the name and then the swimsuits and then i i I think maybe on a broader scale just the fact that miss usa feeds into miss universe where maybe miss teen usa it's um you know it would stop there and then she could compete as a miss and then eventually go to miss universe but i don't i don't really know what the miss universe realm looks like for teens i don't think that they have that because obviously they're still young girls they're in school to send them abroad is probably difficult um, and then oh no yeah. Just, but, yeah but to be to to, to win a state it's title, still a huge, it's massive oh, yeah. yeah right to win a state title or win the national title i think i don't i don't think there's even a point in having a university because yeah that responsibility oh. is tremendous and to be able to because i'm sure that you know, you still got to do well, so you can't slack yes. on school. Like, I, no, I mean, if no, no, I was no. a director, I would I would be highly critical to make sure that you do well. So, um, mm-hmm. 
Um, yeah. I guess the 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 follow up question on the whole system is because they treated you so well. Was it easy for you to just flow right into doing doing Miz? And how many times did you compete into Miz until this opportunity came about that you finally competed this year? I didn't compete for oh, eight years okay. until this year. Yeah, I did I did not do pageants. I f- was in school and then started working, really hit the corporate, you know, button hard and was very uh, removed from it and felt too that because I had done so well my first pageant in as you know, for Miss Teen Washington, I didn't want to do it again until I felt really ready. Okay. And maybe I waited, maybe I waited a little too long. And there was, I think there was a lot that had to happen in me to make the transition from Miss to Teen because I felt very young. Like I said, I, I went, I went to college at 17 and I was just, I really did need to grow up a little bit. And so I think that I, I wanted to wait until I felt really ready and that's how I felt this year. And so I, I would just encourage anyone don't wait too long, but also follow your instincts because I probably waited a little too long. Well, I mean, <laughs> but it worked I, out. But wait, 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 wait. Well, let's break this down because, like, I'm not gonna. I don't believe in negative Nancy because I, I don't want right. to. First, first yeah. of all, okay, you waited long enough that it was good for you because you yes. have that sash and you you had it, you won, so it was perfect mm-hmm. for you. So that's a really mm-hmm. critical thing. Um, Two, um, were you, were you doing any other pageants or were you, you literally just took a break and you focused on your school and your, and your work for that time period? Is that correct? I literally took a break, an eight year break. So, no, no, no. So yeah. do you think that, do you think just being a normal human being and not being in the pageant environment is what really gave you all of this confidence that you're like, okay, well. I know who I am. Uh, I don't have any negative influences. I'm very confident with myself. Or did you feel that like this year was the year that you needed more confidence and you wanted to use this as a, uh, 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 a platform to show that, you know, I'm stronger, I'm, I'm better. I think it's a little bit of both. I think like I previous mentioned or previously mentioned, excuse me, I think that there was some some personal growth and development that needed to happen in me to even get to the point where I could say like, okay, I feel ready. And now that I'm in the role, there's still so much development, but I, but I do think I needed to take that time away and build who I was, the job that I wanted, go through a number of different experiences that now I can point to it when I go to Miss USA and talk about these aspects of my life in an interview. Whereas I wouldn't have been able to do that if maybe I was 18 and had, or 19 and, and just went straight back to competing for the sake of doing it. I think I built my story a little bit and I think that it's, um, but, but part of it too was, was feeling like in COVID in quarantine that I had maybe lost my way a little bit being inside a lot and just trying to go through the motions. I did want to do something that was exciting and that was different. And I did want to put on a gown again. And I don't think I had put one on for <laughs> like eight months at that point, we were all, you know, working from home, but it was see, a that, little bit about, yeah. See, that's what I was trying to draw out because I have I have female friends that mm-hmm. want to feel beautiful, so they yeah. will put makeup they will put makeup on, and that will make their entire day great. And mm-hmm. I was just wondering if you felt that because we were in this really horrible place with COVID, that mm-hmm. if the pageant wasn't avenue for you to feel beautiful so and you kind of admitted it does it does and you were in a great spot in your job where you could take a couple a couple of hours out of your day to practice and get ready Mm -hmm. and is it fair to say that you had the skills to win all along but maybe you didn't feel emotionally ready or you didn't have the time is that because not a lot of people compete literally in only two pageants and win Miss USA state titles. So, mm-hmm. um, do you do you see how like phenomenal yeah. it is? Like, are no, you I, all? I, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Oh yeah, I I don't always believe it myself. It's a cool story because I do think. Oh yeah. 
what it goes to show is if you do the work as when you give yourself permission to be great, you can be. And I think for me, I kept thinking I needed, it it was good that I went away and took my time, but I kept thinking, okay, I need to check all these boxes. I need to be this tenured at a company. I need to have this, you know, you know, school, which is important and everyone should do it. But I, I got to a point where I was just like, okay, what am I waiting for now? It's just me and my unwillingness to just go for it. And I, I felt finally like, just give yourself the permission to go and try and to maybe fail. But if you don't, amazing. If you do great, you'll learn something, you can come back. But if you don't, you know, maybe, maybe it does. It felt just, if you like, they, I think it was like Roald Dahl who says like, those who don't believe in the magic will never find it. If you don't just give yourself the permission to just kind of unlock the things that are already there for you, you're going to miss out. And I do, I I don't want to say I had the skills all along. I don't know. Only God knows. But I do think there were a lot of pieces that, like you said, if I just was willing to put them all together, I knew it was there and I just needed to take that step of faith. And so it was true for me this year, obviously. Um, but I think there's, but do you all do you have ahead. all the, do you have all the other pieces already? Like you had said, do you have the successful job? Do you have the career you wanted? Like, are those mm-hmm. are all, achieved? Yeah. so the only thing that you, the bucket list before you find the, the right person that you're going to settle down with he or she, um, is, to win this title. And is that not, is that fair to say, or is that not fair to say? Because yeah, this is the, was, this is the one thing yeah. you have to be sync. It's so weird. You have mm-hmm. to be sync. <laughs> I wish you, I wish yeah. this title, you didn't, you know, I wish, you know, you could, it, it's just, it's the one thing you have to do before you do everything else in your life. You know, I think so. And I think for me, it was like, the career was great family, love them, friends, you know, I have all of that, but I think this was the thing that had, it was about, it was the truest and, and Miss USA will be also, but like, it's the truest test of just my ability to feel confidence myself and not, and not because of the school that I went to or because of the job that I have. It's sheerly being you. And, and it's this, and it ties back to, I think when I said theater was fun because I could be another character, but then when you have to go be yourself, that's scary and be judged solely on like who you are as a person and your ability to commit to something. And so for me, yes, I do think that I just needed to, it was always just something in my mind that I needed to do. And so I'm thankful that I took that step and yeah, I think it ties back to divine timing and and it's all a mental game. You know, you're your biggest mountain. You're, you don't, you don't, and I, and I think it also ties back to Kim, that mentor that reached out to me and was like, I see the greatness in you. Like if you just see it in yourself, you could have all these things. And so I hear it. I'm learning that now. I hear it in your voice because like, if, if I was judging you, if I was a judge, I would say 100%, I don't fear it. I don't hear any scare. I don't hear any like, uh, pitchy voice. Like you are 100% confident, no matter if you placed at USA or not, your life is going to be fulfilled and you're going to have an awesome family and everything's going to be exactly how you want. You, you seem like you have your plan. Is that, is that, is that right? Or am I just over perceiving the way things sound? I feel like in my life I have made plans. Like I thought I was going to be a lawyer. So I did all of the things that, you know, I, I took, pre-law and I did the debate and then it kind of got pushed in a different direction. So I think for me, my life has always been about stack the deck and see like what God and the universe, like if you, if you just go forward doing the things that you feel like are going to be, make you successful, even if you get redirected a little bit, you were always going in the right direction. And I feel like that's happened to me. I've made a few plans and I've done things that I feel like were going to help me get to some type of end goal. And then once in a while, I just get this like little nudge (laughs) Um, and then, and then things come together. And so I think as long as you're, for me, even if sometimes you feel like you're, you're on the ship and you're rowing and you don't always, there's, there's some clouds, you can't always see what the end result is going to be. I think as long as you keep pushing, it's going to take you where you want to go. And so I don't know what the future holds for me. I know the things that I want to achieve, but I hope that like, as I pursue 
my career harder as I pursue Miss USA. I hope that whatever is meant for me will line up because I'm still going in the direction that I'm supposed to. And if God needs to, you know, nudge me from side to side, you know, and, and slightly redirect so that I can have a, a true impact and have true happiness, like that's enough for me, you know? And I think that's what I'm learning about going towards Miss USA. Yes, Miss USA is the goal, 100%. I want to go to Miss USA, be Miss USA, go to Miss Universe, be Miss Universe. But there's life after that. And there are things that you need to accomplish along the way to be worthy of that. And I just hope that whatever it is, that I do that in my lifetime and that, and that I can help some people while I'm doing that. Well, the best part is that you're going to Miss USA. So that's a check off the list. It's nice, yeah. yeah. Um, and you're definitely yeah. in a very rare. Um, I, I I want you to 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 like give yourself a pat on that because you're definitely in a rare air of people that have only competed in two pageants and they're now going to USA. So kudos to mm -hmm. you. Thank you. Kudos to Appreciate you. that. Like so, that's very so generous. <laughs> no, Thank it's you. just like it's like a fact. It's not like it's not a pity slap. Like pity. Uh, no, totally. Thank like, you. Like that's a. It just shows how like prepared you are as a human being and it also to me it also looks like maybe you don't need to do like big prep you know because maybe you just know yourself so much that going to usa is just another pageant it's not the next level like the way you perceive it which is the maybe that's the way you need to perceive the pageant to be because you know they're just other girls from other states right it's still a pageant right it's just on television right so Maybe you're going to yeah, do, maybe just going to do really well because I, like, I don't get the vibe that you're, you're flustered at all. I, I think the, the nerves and the excitement are so closely intertwined that I can't tell the difference sometimes. And it's just exciting. And so for me, I, I do, I, I, there's definitely a lot of work that needs to be done, but I think for me, it will always be about it will always just be about doing my personal best. And like, yes, it's Miss USA. I think you and I are saying the same thing. Like, yes, it's Miss USA. And yes, it's like the biggest competition of my life. But everything is about like one step at a time. And so if I just see it as a process, yes, it's life changing. But if I just see it as like, this is something on my journey, this is what was meant for me next, I'm going to go and do my best at it. And whatever happens, as long as I know that I did my best with integrity and with honesty, I can. I'm, I can be okay with the outcome. And I think that's maybe how I felt at state. It, it was just, it's been a long time. I'm going to go do my personal best and whatever happens, I'll try again with Miss USA. You only get to go once, <laughs> um, but, but with whatever it is in life, I'm going to do my best. And if it doesn't work out, I'll try again. And maybe this time I won't wait eight years <laughs> like I did last time, but, but there was a lesson in that. So I think, I think you're right. Yeah. I just wanted to take one extra second and talk about our sponsor of the week, Mid-Atlantic Video and Photography Production. No matter if you're planning a wedding and you need a wedding videographer, you're doing a music video, or you're doing a commercial, they are the team to get the job done. You can reach out to them at 443-422-3830. Again, that's 443-422-3830. Or you can go right to their website at MAV. PP.com. Now let's get right back to this great interview. So, um, I usually ask before we go away to my USA contestants, the stuff that you've been excited to do, um, at USA that you've been planning on doing, but I don't know if you've been waiting like years to do stuff. Is there anything that you know, that you've always been excited to, uh, to do at USA. I know everyone always talks about the, the pageant coach that, um, and I can't think of her name. She's such a really incredible, she does the walks and she does the opening chorus that everyone talks about. But, um, like, are you excited for like the big makeup tables or like, is there like, does that stuff like excite you or, or, it's like we were talking, like it's, it's just another pageant. It's just on a bigger level. Oh my gosh. No, I'm so excited. I mean, especially with the, I think, I think how it's been run has been amazing, but I'm so excited because this year is very unique. You know, Crystal Stewart is now, um, 
national director of Miss USA, and she's changing so many different things. And, you know, we get the girls, we all get to go to Cancun and get our national headshots taken. We have costumes again now, state costumes. So, you know, and it's just such a show. Wait, 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 wait. wait. This is breaking news to me. You're going to (laughs) have, wait, wait, USA is going to have a costume? No way. There's going to be a costume portion just like Miss Universe. So I am. That is so dope. Please tell me you're excited about that. Please tell me. Yes, I'm amazed. I'm so excited. And it's, and it's in relation to your state. Please be George Washington. Please. I've heard so many different. You'd be so like. Unique. Yeah. So because George Washington has um, the the way the the suit he would wear was so like tight. And if it was a woman, it would look so like sexy and badass. And he (laughs) has those. I don't know if you've seen his shoes. You have um, more like a pencil shoe and it would look so Mm -hmm. it would look so like, you know, and be like, it's perfect because, you know, you're in Washington State. Washington. Yeah. I, I actually have gotten that recommendation from someone in my family. So I, you are not the first person to say it. And hey, I'm considering I'm all. I'm just a nobody. I'm just, yeah. I'm no, just no, Paul no, that no, has no. the, the, I'm, the, I'm the podcast. I'm definitely considering everybody's recommendations because there's so many ways, there's so many directions you can take a state costume that I had never even considered. And so I'm you have thrilled about ho- it. You have the new hockey team in Seattle. Yes. So the Kraken. Yes. Yeah, so there's, there's, there's a lot of fun stuff going on. So I think. That for obviously the experience itself is exciting to me, getting to meet all the other contestants, getting to know them. It's going to be like 10 days of, um, you know, filming and photo shoots. I'm thrilled to go to Cancun. I haven't been to Mexico in ages and especially with the international travel restrictions and things opening up. I'm, I'm so excited to get to do that. It's going to be very glam. We get to do our national headshot there. So I'm thrilled. It's like four days. So that's just going to be amazing to go to those beaches and then the obviously evening gown I mean evening gown for me it's like when you feel like the highest sense of a woman it's very empowering it's a gown that you get to pick we get to do, we get to pick our gowns this year and, and design what we want I think that there is an option for sponsorship if you want to go with a gown um, selected by the organization but they're giving us a lot of creative freedom this year and I think that that is so phenomenal and, and it will set a precedence for you know the direction that Miss USA is going in as a brand and I'm just so happy to be part of that first class that miss brand is you know partnering with with miss usa so it sounds like we're bringing back we're bringing back like the prestige the Mm -hmm. prestige of what usa like usa in my opinion is the measuring stick there's no and there's i mean there's no there's no argument when you say pageants you're talking about usa and then everything else is just a comparison and like, do you hold that system that way? Do you, do you feel like I'm, I am going to put the pressure on you. Do, do you feel that? Pre- <laughs> do you feel that pressure? Because I, because I, I have so much respect for all the other pageants and I don't well, have I'm any, sure like, do. Will, will ne- yeah, I will I'm never be- say anything about no, any other organization, the- but I, for me, it is, it is for me, it is the, it is the one that I felt was going to push me the most to be my best self. And it is for me, I think it, you know, obviously I, I, I believe that the Miss Universe organization and Miss USA is the most prestigious in the world. And that's why I'm so honored to yeah. be in this title. And so, yes, I'm honored to do it. I'm absolutely, I absolutely do think that Miss USA sets, sets a standard for women that is, is so elevated. And so, but we got love for all the other pageants too. So. Well, I, look, I know that we are in a society. And I haven't competed in that. No, yeah. I know we're in a society where we we don't want to declare winners and losers, but let's let's just be honest. There is a winner and a loser, and there's always someone who's second. Okay, all right, mm-hmm. and and USA is first place. You know, you know, someone has. I to... love the organization, yeah, and right. I am so yeah. I mean, I'm so excited to see how Crystal Stewart will continue to transform and elevate. Um, I just like it, the... it's and and this and we're still months out. Like we don't even know what else is going to happen? So it's like Christmas every day when I find something else out that's new. <laughs> well, the thing that really is like awesome that you're telling me is that they're putting more emphasis on making the USA pageant like it was, which is so mm-hmm. exciting because I feel so bad for the other systems that are starting to take back, step back. And I, and um, you know, it's one of the things that I know, you know, being a photographer and recommending people to get, to compete in USA is to get that opportunity. You know, 
I wouldn't want anyone to spend years trying to compete for it and then not get that opportunity. So it's so exciting that you're getting that opportunity. So, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited and I cannot wait. It's, it's truly amazing. Honestly, My, every time we get a new notification about something that's happening, it's like, wow, it just keeps getting better. So I'm really grateful and I'm happy to be part of this class. Cause I think it's a very special class of ladies that will, will get to be part of that transformation and, and the rebranding of the company. And it's, it's exciting. Well, it's the, it's also the first year like past COVID and anytime mm -hmm. there's a major event. Yeah. It's a, it's a, it's a milestone. So you'll always know yeah. that you'll be the class after COVID. It will be something that you will, everyone will always, you know, that it's a very important milestone, just like everyone remembers in the prior generation, um, the year, you know, the class of Kennedy's death or nine 11 right. or the, or anything the, big. Yep. Right. Right. Or the challenger explosion, all of those, those are just major milestones, but you know, the COVID something that's hit everyone. So everyone can really, so it's really exciting. This will be such a, a milestone event. Well, I'm really excited for you. So if you Thank can't you. tell, I'm I, really, I feel that way too. No, yeah. I do. And I hope it brings people a lot of joy. And I feel I, it's exactly what you said. I feel like what we're doing is part of like the world reopening and the world yes. coming back to that excitement around events. And so I do feel really blessed to be part of that. And I hope it makes people happy and it brings that magic back into people's homes and, you know, just getting to see that, you know, we're moving forward, things are happening girls, you know, whoever, anybody with pursuit, continue to pursue your dreams. Maybe we had to take a little break. You know, we slowed down for a moment, but it's okay to get back in the seat and, and go forward full speed. And so I'm excited about that. You slowed down. You didn't stop, which is the most critical right. thing. And, right. um, perception is always what reality is based on. So, you know, you just got to stay positive. They, they said the same thing about movies, you know, oh, movie theaters are going to go away. I'm like, no, it's not going to go away. It's just, I love the movies. <laughs> it's, right, exactly. It's just in slumber. Just wait. It's going right. to come back. Um, mm -hmm. so Comes in waves. It does. But... It does. I, You know, people are, I'm still scared. I wear a mask all the time. So it's going to take, it's going to take a while. But I think, you know, your, your pageant is in September or is it October? It's in November. It's in November. So by the mm -hmm. November rolls around, you're probably going to have no mask at all. No, you know, everything's going to be, so it's probably, and did they finally, you said that they're doing their headshots in, you said you're, they're flying out for four days. So where's the actual pageant going to be? The actual pageant is going to be in Tulsa, Oklahoma. Okay. So we will be, we will be, um, in country for that. And then we will, uh, in September, they will fly us to Cancun to do a trip with all the ladies once because a, a lot of the states are still crowning their gals and they don't finish crowning until I think September is when some of the last few states will crown. And so it's kind of nice that once the whole class has been received, then we get to go do something together and then two, two months following, um, I do mean, I think the that's national so contest. phenomenal. I know in past yeah. years, um, the dressmaker, um, has invited you guys to come down to Texas to her office yeah, so I think that's probably like a admission that like things are a little messed up and we apologize. But that's so awesome that they're going to do headshots and you guys all get to meet. And hopefully you guys will build some team, um, you know, friendship because of my course. closest my closest friend, she always talks about how you guys as a group, uh, even to this day, she can she can reach out to any of them and, you know, you know, she can. There's a there's not a state that she can't go sleep um and and crash. If she's out. visiting. Yeah, yeah. I love that. I think yeah, I think it's a unique experience and even though we're competing against each other, we all know that there's one winner and you're not going to meet a lot of people that have gone through the same experience and preparation and development that you have. So, those are definitely people to be to be friends with and to be uh to have, you know, just a lot of respect for as as sister colleagues or, you know, co-queen you know whatever queens sister queens whatever you want to call it yeah yeah well statistically wise you understand that you have you are in a smaller demographic there are there are less women in in the amount of time that have competed for miss usa than ha, than have won the super bowl yeah it's a so small it's, number it's just a 
it's 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 such a great experience and i i hope you take full advantage of it and i i don't doubt that you will like i think you're totally going to like going to have an incredible experience and we're we're 100 rooting for you so thank you that means so much to me and i think that um i i think it just keeps getting better and better but i will do my best to make everyone proud (laughs) and i'm appreciative of you you know you you being able to showing me that i can tell my story and to and to kind of like stand in that power and and I hope other people feel the same way. I hope that they can look at their story and see what's unique about it and use it for their benefit and for others. And um, thanks for providing that platform for us to do that because a lot of people ask really generic things. And I think that you, you really get to the core of where this really starts and how it develops on a personal level. Well, the most important thing, the way I look at it is I could ask you about whatever, but I would love for someone to hear this and then they say, Oh, well, I, I want to work with that photographer. And, and she, you know, Miss Washington is such an inspiration. You know, I, I'm only like 10 years old. Like I want to, mm-hmm. I want to win that, you know, and I could do it yeah. one day because mm-hmm. I don't know if, I don't know if it's hit you yet. Cause I, I was going to ask you about, do you think it's, do you, have you like, I'm just, I'm going to be 40 in a year. So it's starting to hit me. But mm-hmm. have you realized like you're like the last group of people that did bikini as a teen? Cause that's not, that hasn't been a thing for a long time. So like, does that hit you? Like you're like already a generation of, 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 of women that don't do that competition anymore. And things have changed that like things change. Like, does that, you know, or yeah, does that still hasn't I mean, hit I- you? I, I think, yeah, I think that's hit me. I, I've, I've realized that. And then also, like I was just saying, you know, realizing that I'm coming in at a time when pageantry is, you know, kind of maybe boomeranging or going back to some things and modifying. And so it feels, it feels very much like I'm part of just a big process. And it's crazy to see how things have evolved. And I, I do wonder what they will be like in five to 10 years. I'm sure it will be amazing. I think the direction that um, Miss Brand is taking Miss USA uh, towards is is going to be just really amazing in cultivating these women and giving them this experience that's truly once in a lifetime. So it does feel it feels very unique. It feels kind of surreal sometimes. Sometimes I read about it and I'm like, oh yeah, like Miss USA is doing this. I'm like, oh yeah, that's going to be me. It takes a minute sometimes. That's you, no, that's you, Christine. That's you. <laughs> yeah. That's not Miss USA. Yeah. That's you. I think it'll hit me when I get there. Maybe when I get to Cancun. I don't know. But it's, it's, uh, I mean, it's very unique. <laughs> I mean, have you like, have you like thought about this when you win? Because this is how I think when you win, mm-hmm. you're going to New York because you live in New York. Well, they get now they put you in LA, but it's the same concept. Okay. Of, like, you, That's you even better, right? <laughs> you literally, your life changes and it becomes, it becomes your full life. And so I, I think that that's amazing. Um, like, have you ever, I mean, you live on the West coast, but have you been to California? Have you lived in California yet? I have spent a lot of time in California. I have oh. family and friends that are there. So I do love it. So that's awesome. So it's, it's, not, it's, it's not a reality or, or like life changing event. It still would be because I've, I've not lived anywhere other than Washington. I mean, I've spent a lot of time in California. I did like three weeks there last summer. I was just in, um, I was just in California yesterday, actually. I just got back um, because I, you know, I work events and like different engagements and stuff to do, but I love California, but it would still be life-changing because this is all I've ever known. You know, Washington's my home and, and I love it dearly. And so I would be so honored and thrilled to do it, but it does, it's, you're literally, you would be uprooting and, and going and living this exciting role for a year and then, and then Miss Universe. Like it's not, it doesn't even it doesn't even seem real. It's wild. <laughs> it's well, exciting. I hope you can, because um, to me, the more as a judge, the more the girl acts like it that like I can handle it, and it's not yeah. like like overwhelming. The more you can like acclimate yourself, the more you can be like, yeah, I'm you know I'm totally prepared. I can, you know the more I know you'd be prepared. So I don't know how to, to to prepare you even, you know, I do pageant coaching with my clients and Mm -hmm. I, that's something you just, you have to find it within yourself, you know? 
mm-hmm. but it sounds like you're very comfortable and like you you have your spot so you know i think you'll get there um but you gotta thank you, you. I, I, one thing's, I think you already do it, but you just, you gotta, you gotta act as if you're going to win. So you gotta, you right. gotta say, when I win, you know, mm-hmm. you know, as Miss USA, you know, because you, those positive affirmations of that you're going to win. So the subconscious then starts yes. to believe it and acts in it. And then it, and then you just exactly. walk into it. Right. And yeah. I think that's powerful. Because like I said, I think we can, we are the ones sometimes that are the most self-limiting just because we, we don't see how those small signals to our brain and to our consciousness just completely change how we act. And I think that's really valuable. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. Yeah, I, I, I really do appreciate your time. It, it was an absolute pleasure for you to be on my show. And, um, I hope that when you come back as Miss USA, you'll have an opportunity to come on my show. Cause I would love to interview as as Miss USA. So I would love that. And I hope we get to work together someday. I'd love to shoot with you. Your work is awesome. And I need to spend some more time not on the West coast. (laughs) Well, I would, Hey, if there, I'm not opposed to now that I've now that I'm wet. Now that I'm back, I was going to say the sarcastic. Now that I'm vax vaccinated. <laughs> Vaxed. Vaxed and masked. Yeah. Oh, there were there. See, that's a, that's a, that's better than saying what I was going to say. That's better. Oh. <laughs> um, I'm, I'm totally like, yeah, I, my, I have, I don't know if you have a girlfriend like this. Like I have, um, I'm really, this is really bad. I, I've been single for a long time. But I have a lot of female friends, and I have a female friend in Washington State that I've never met in person. That oh wow, and that I've been um, I I haven't been pen pals. I've been Zoom pals for the longest time. And, oh wow! Uh, so coming to Washington State would actually be such uh, such as uh, yeah, I would love to do that. So if you give me an excuse, I'd be happy to come out. So. Yes, come visit. Yeah, I see. I think now that people are feeling safer with vaccines and and just things opening up. Hopefully, we'll get to that spot where we can just go back and forth and not have to worry. <laughs> yes, I think it's going that direction. So that would be really awesome. Yeah, well, we'll maybe we'll work that. We'll 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 talk offline and uh, definitely we'll have to work something out. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, Paul. I appreciate it. Christine, thank you so much for coming on the show. Oh, I'm so excited. It's always so exciting to interview someone who is so excited about the world and is so pumped before the pageant. Sometimes people get jaded in life, and you just seem so excited for the next step in your life, and I'm so excited for you. And I really appreciate you taking out your time and really talking about the real great fundamentals of what really puts you in the best situation to win this pageant and being a public speaker and being in plays as a young child and really establishing yourself in a great, great job that allowed you to be at this point in your life that you were ready to do it. And it just shows that sometimes you don't need to compete 12 times to win a pageant. You can go off do your thing in the normal world and come back and you can win a pageant and we commend you Christina here at the total focus packet total focus podcast for doing so so kudos to you as always I love to mention my wonderful co-host with my other show the movie breakdown Yvonne Kolars Yvonne Carlos as we talk about movies special events so please Look out for our movie breakdown series where we talk about movies and just have a great conversation with my co-host, Yvonne Carlos. And right now you are listening to the Total Focus Podcast. And I really do appreciate your likes, your support, your comments. So continue doing that. And as always, please stay tuned.